Um, we got our last one. We're at the back end, back to back flights. And I didn't listen to your, your advice. I listened to this one first and I don't know if I should have or not, but I liked it. So it's, we'll, it's, what can you tell us about it? Back to back flights is my second favorite song. Um, and back to back flights is pretty much taking you on that trip to Miami with me. I, I had um, that same feel. I, I really like after that whole experience, I came home and I was like, I have to write a song about that from the highs, the lows, like the argument I had with my boy and got called a sellout, like just because like, you know, like, you know, you get in the, the heat of the moment, man. And sometimes like, you know, not 13, 14 guys can fit in one section somewhere at the club. And like some people felt some sort of way and we worked it out. They're my boys for life. But like, you know, in the heat of the moment, I had got called a sellout at one moment because they didn't understand the length of the relationship that me and Reem had and right. like how much he was trying to show me a good time. And then at the end of the trip, they were all like, oh. And it was just, that was more so what it was on Parker. Welcome to the podcast. Um, but yeah, like back-to-back -back flights was pretty much me getting that out because like it, it you know like I didn't I walked away from that trip and like I want to make my people proud and like I walked away from it like you know I had some happy but I had some upset and like those that were upset like I still wanted to let them know in some sort of way like I care right. and that's where the spoken word at the end of back-to-back -back flights comes from is really me talking to them like yo like I'm I, there's a purpose for all of this and there's a method to my madness and I may not be the perfect and I may not make the right decisions all at the right times, but just know every decision that I make is out of love and I love every single one of y'all. And it was just a great way to end off the album just to let people know like, hey man, like I'm on the way still and I'm out here doing this and I'm out here doing that and I'm doing things that I need as a human. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not trying to be in the same four walls. I'm not trying to be boxed into just Willoughby. I'm not trying to be boxed into Euclid or anywhere else in Cleveland. Like trying to go worldwide like i just did a fucking international collab so right. like as soon as i did it my manager jake was like we're going to africa i was <laughs> like all right he was like no no if ands or buts he was like no nothing you're we're going to africa i was like say less. less right that's awesome I, I i think i'm glad you mentioned the spoken word on that because i think that was my favorite part of the song it's mine too um do we have a spoken word word album coming from jayward I don't know about an album, but EP? we're definitely going to be uh, dabbling with the spoken word more because <laughs> sitting with Trey and like doing our first like run through of the album together after getting all the final mixes and like we're just sitting there and like the song's getting ready to go off and he clicks the pause button. He's like, can we just talk about how you just fucking turned into a poet overnight? Like where the <laughs> fuck that come from? I was like, I've always had that, bro. I mean, like, the rapper is just a poet on beat. Exactly. All right. So, uh... That gets us to the end. Is there anything after we've got covered all of them that you think we should, probably should have covered and added on any of the songs? I think you hit most of them out of the yeah, park. Yeah, I think we really got a good explanation of why and why. Uh, I can't talk great either today either. So it's good when we're doing recording and neither of us can talk good. Um, artwork on the on the album. That's the one thing we didn't cover. You said uh, Trey Smith did the uh, the design and uh Jacqueline did the photo first yeah. right um we found a dope ass abandoned building that we also shot the uh new level video for so like the new level video it's gonna be like the album cover got brought brought to life right and um after doing the photo shoot and everything like we like part of the reason I was bitching about copyrights earlier um 
there was a picture of me like it's pretty much like the same picture that's on the cover but it's just from a different angle of me sitting like looking at my phone and the first draft of the cover that we made um i'll send it to you so you can put a graphic up on the screen it'll be in collins conversations exclusive so they can see so they can see what the first cover should have been but we were worried about the copyrights from the rock and roll hall of fame's photographers um we did like a views treatment like how drake did views and he was sitting on top of that big building um i am sitting on top of the rock and roll hall of fame and you just see the dopest like back of cleveland in the background and i just fell in love with it and i was just like man like this is it this is it this is it showed it to my managers and she was like where'd you get that picture from i was like google <laughs> and she was like no <laughs> like we need to do better we need to get better do use our own photography, all that stuff like that. And yeah, you use the the picture and cut yourself out of the picture, but like, let's start thinking on a bigger scheme because this is a big project for you. And instead of using someone else's idea and like building off of it on your own, let's just start with our own idea and see where we go. And so I went back with Trey and was just like, all right, well, we gotta revisit this cover idea, man. And we're sitting there trying to figure it out. and. I go through all the pictures again from the photo shoot and I send them like my top five favorites. And then we came to the one cause it's got the clock sitting in the back and like the, the bottom left corner if you really like pay attention to the cover. And I was like, yo, this, this is it. And then we make it. And like, we literally are just sitting there making it for probably about a good two and a half, three, three hours. Just sitting there trying to figure out how we want the text to be like, where we want this to be. And then I'm like, yo, throw that gold frame, gold, gold frame back on there. Cause fun fact, Trey Smith has done every single one of my covers. Right. Every single one of my covers, Trey Smith does. And that's my brother. And like, and that's like a tradition that we're trying to keep moving forward. Like him at least have a hand in every single one of my covers. Right. And like, I mean, I would be completely comfortable with him doing them all. But like, you know, we're just trying to evolve as we keep going further and further. And like, that's my bro, man. And like, that's one motherfucker that I can sit there and look at and say like, has the same equal amount of relentlessness when it comes to waking up and tackling the grind of this music shit every single day waking up at 8 a.m and making a beat for somebody engineering somebody doing graphic design for somebody and like you know i be tripping about getting my fucking work wednesday first done every week so like i see his grind and on top of my grind we really like do this shit together and i like that's my bro man like and, and trey like i'm saying this on live my motherfucking nigga like Ain't no, you use your roses, you know, you're getting them. <laughs> you're my dog.